Welcome back, my friends, to the podcast that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. I am Joe Spiegel. Sitting across from me once again is... Mike Sutherland. All right. This week, uh, we're doing Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. You're the only one that says Jumanji. I just felt like saying Jumanji. It's Jumanji, but I... Yeah, whatever. Manga, manga. Jumanji, Jumanji. Yep. All right. So, um, before we get into that movie, why don't you roll that beautiful bean footage, Mike? <sighs> I thought you were going to hate me. I'm going to fucking start stabbing you. <laughs> I found something. You got to check this out. He plays board games anymore. Yo, what's this? Jumanji. Pick a character and you're that person in the game. Bethany, you in? I don't spend my life staring at a TV screen. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> Where's my hair? Where's my hair? Where's the rest of me? Oh my god, we're in different people's bodies! Bethany, don't look at it! No! I'm an overweight middle-aged man. Wait a second, where's my phone? Don't cry, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. I think we've become the avatars we chose. Welcome to Jumanji. This is a video game, which means we each have three lives. Come on, let's go. I'm Alex. Watch your step in here. So gnarly. We can help each other. We all have special skills. Weakness, none. I hate this game. Everybody else got good stuff. Weakness? Cake. Yes, cake is my weakness. You're a real good weapons valet. What is that? I think it means you carry my weapon to give them to me when I tell you to. Don't let this new body get your butt whooped. Ow. Ow! What the hell? We have to work together. Ow! I think it's a staring contest. Who's good at staring and not blinking? I'm amazing at it. I like can't even with this place. Back. Hell no! I'll carry you. Come on. I would rather die. Get on my back. Nope, I'm going to die. Let me go. <laughs> Is this pound cake? Cake? Isn't that your weakness? Something happening to me? Am I? Am I shaking? Am I still black? Yes. Okay, we're fine. Everything is fine. It's all good. Well, there you go. Now, Nick Jonas's character, <coughs> you know, uh, seaplane or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Was he the same exact character at the beginning of the movie when he finds the Jumanji board? Because I, w- I, I was late for the movie. Yeah, so the first couple of minutes of the movie is Nick Jonas's character's dad, who is Tim Matheson, yeah. finds this board. Or somebody finds this board and he picks it up. Anyways, yeah. Tim Matheson ends up with it and brings it home. And he gives it to his son, who's a game fanatic, right? Yeah. Who's this 90s game guy. Mm-hmm. And he's more interested in playing video games than board games or anything else, right? Yeah. And he's got this weird console system that no one's ever seen before. It's, it's you know, whatever it is. There's no specific name for it. He's just playing these games, right? Yeah. So he, so his dad gives him the board game, and he opens it up, and, and he, as you saw in the trailer, who plays board games anymore type of thing, right? Mm-hmm. So he sets it on... Um, 
like his dresser, goes to bed in the middle of the night, it the game kind of turns on. The uh, board game comes to life and switches from board game to video game. Yeah. Which is actually pretty kind of, you know, it's, it's kind of cool in a way that it, it recognizes the technology it of the adapts, time, right? Yeah. yeah, it adapts. So <clears throat> there's a green light. He, it wakes up the kid. Mm-hmm. Kid opens it, puts the cartridge in, turns on the game. Picks seaplane. You don't see him pick seaplane. Okay. You, he picks a, it. It just shows he's like, oh, a video game, and he picks a character, and and then it goes out to the to where the um the like the street view type of thing. Yeah. And you see the light, boom, twenty years later. Okay, but he's but even though twenty years later in the movie, when they're in Jumanji, he hasn't aged. Right. Which makes no sense because it's a video game. Alan Parrish's character from the original Jumanji. Right, but this is different. It's a video game instead of a board game. So that means that all other rules are out the out the window. Correct. Sure. It's a video game. Every time you turn on a video game, what happens? The characters are the same age. The characters are exactly the same. Mm-hmm. They look the same. It doesn't matter if it, if you, it's the same thing. It's like playing, you know, for us playing games in the eighties yeah. or whatever. They haven't changed. And that, yeah, okay. Look, that's why. Look, that's fine. It's just that look, you can't help but compare this one to the original. In some regard, in most regards, and one of the problems I got is that you're, you, you, this cool. You had this little homage where you know, oh, Alan Parrish was here, right? Where he carves it into the into the fucking wood or whatever. And but okay, well, if he exists there, he's still aged. You know what I mean? Just because it turned into a video game, I see what I mean. It, it feels a little inconsistent in a way. No, it it's not inconsistent. It's absolutely consistent. And let me tell you why it's consistent. Because the game exists. Jumanji still exists to this day. Yeah. So whether it's a board game or a video game, everything that's happened with anybody that's in Jumanji, it still retains that stuff. When it turns from board game to video game, it changes its dynamics exponentially. So whatever's happened in the past, it still keeps whatever's happened in the past. It's like programming. And then as it changes, it 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 it's um reinventing itself to the technology of the day. Mm. So when the new character gets pulled in, all the rules have changed because now it is a virtual reality. So everything that was in the past has now is is embedded in the game. It's programmed. It's pre-programmed into the game. Mm-hmm. So when you get sucked into the game, you stay whatever you are because it's a video game. That's how video games work. You don't age. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's like well, you, you go back to a board game. Well, I mean, he aged from a board game. W- w- rules were there that he had. He, he was supposed to age. See what I mean? I. I uh, it's not a big deal. It, it, it's not. Because time is different. I know. And by the time you get out, you, you it all resets anyway, right? Well, no, not really, because it didn't reset for him, did it? Um, for, for Robin Williams? Yeah. Oh, it did, yeah. Okay. Because if you remember the kids show up to, to a Christmas party, you know, Kirsten Dunst and her, her brother, they show up to a Christmas party at the end of the movie, and it's the parishes, and their parents didn't die in a car accident and, and all that stuff, or you know what I mean. Okay, so, sorry, I have... A heartburn condition going on. Um, oh, I wonder why. Because I ate. <laughs> but, um, Freddy. There are consistencies within the game then. So, 
you win the game and it resets. Yeah. The only difference is is that in the original movie when he got sucked into the game, because you still have to keep playing the game. Yeah. Regardless of where wherever you are. Yeah. So when he gets sucked into the world of Jumanji, that he still has to play the game, and that timeline is still continuing. Mm-hmm. So from the t- that timeline continuing in the video game, you still have to play the game, but the timeline because you have three lives. Yeah, that's why you don't age, like a video game. Okay, you have three lives, and then every time you die, you, the live the life resets, right? Yeah, and he's down to one life. So he decides that uh, I to can't play it safe. Yeah, I can't do anything, and and time again. It's explained in the movie. Time is different. He only thinks he's been there for six months. Yeah, where he's been there for twenty years. So that's the difference between I, the two I'll, games. I don't like what um, how they changed Van Pelt's character, played by in this one played by Bobby Cannavale. Yeah, I don't either. That pissed me off because <laughs> there, there's two problems I got with it. Well, no, technically three. Is that the Van Pelt character was very interesting in the original Jumanji, played by Jonathan Hyde. Right. Um, he was funny, unintentionally funny, but he was still, he was funny to the audience, right? Yeah. And, uh, like, the part where he's in the fucking, he's in the fucking sporting goods store and he's he starts screaming like a fucking girl while he's, he's catapulting on the air tank towards the paint and all that shit. Right. Anyway, um, but it was he was still an interesting character as he's hunting Robin Williams, right? And in, in this movie... You know, they, they have a completely different character actor playing him. He's not anything like him. Right. Okay. And you're wasting the acting talent of Bobby Cannavale, who is fucking amazing if you've seen him in other movies. Right. So that pisses me off because, you know, like, anyway. I, I agree because the character in the original Jumanji yeah. was awesome. And it, you, need, you need that type of character, yeah. obviously. He was because, a good antagonist. Yeah, exactly. Um, I liked what they were doing with the Bobby Cannavale character at the beginning of the movie, mm-hmm. where he finds the 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 eye. Yeah, he crawls up, he finds the eye, he pries it out, and then everything changes. Right. Yeah. Well, what I didn't like was the fact that the hunter from the original movie was wasn't he supposed to be like Alan's protege? Or Alan was his protege. Well, no. The, well, the funny—I um, don't remember what he was supposed to become or anything like that. But um, I just remember that it was his job to hunt him, and that he was um, the actor Jonathan Hyde also played his, um, Robin Williams' father in the movie as well. Right. So it was kind of like they did that on purpose to show that it's just a game, right, or something. And I think it was also supposed to symbolize like his fear, like the per- the thing he feared the most is his father. So why not have his father play Van Pelt kind of thing? I, yeah, that see, um, I and I think what had that had to do with the in the original movie is that he was afraid of his dad. Yeah, he was afraid to stand up to his dad and say what he wanted and all that stuff. In, yeah. in this movie, the kid wasn't afraid to stand up to his dad. You know, he's just like whatever. Yeah. So they had to come up with a different type of character. Um, here's this Jonathan Hyde's character. Uh, yeah, the, his name in the in that movie is just Van Pelt. But um, in this one, he's uh, Russell Van Pelt. Maybe it's the son. It's possible, but they don't. They don't. There's no explanation. He's just. They just call him Van Pelt. So it. Yeah. Just he's just a one note fucking villain man, and nothing nothing special to him. Yeah. Uh, big game hunter. So the next role releases a big game hunter named Van Pelt, um, and then Van Pelt. See, Van Pelt actually steals the game. Yeah, that's right. He steals it because he wants to lure Alan to him so he can kill Alan. Right. Yeah, forgot about that, but yeah. Okay, so in the so Alan is 
Alan is one of the games, one of the antagonists of the game in and of itself, as well as the movie. So Alan does a role, releases a big game hunter named Van Pelt. Judy's next role releases a stampede of various animals and a pelican that steals the game. Peter retrieves it, but Alan is arrested by Carl. Later, Van Pelt catches up to Alan's friend and steals the game, using that as a distraction. And um, let's see, uh, Van Pelt arrives and confronts Alan. Basically, dad confronting son or son confronting dad. All right, so <clears throat> Jumanji. And look, story-wise, this movie is consistent. This new movie is consistent with the way the storylines go with Jumanji 95 and Zuthura, which is pretty much, you know, like what I put in my review was, you know, uh, game board shows up, kid plays it, disappears. Then years go by, other people get the board, and then they go into it. They go into the game one way or another. Right. And then they find that person, aged, you know, like later, and then, you know, then they work together, then they get out of it, time resets, and and houses are repaired, and everything's fine. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's um... So it's consistent in the storytelling. But yeah, I, I don't. I don't agree. I think I thought Bobby Cannavale's uh, character was wasted. Yeah. Um. I thought. I thought it would be better if, um, like in the original movie, where where um he's like the boss. Oh, sorry. He's like he's like the boss. He he is the boss. You know, the boss of the game. Yeah. But like in in various in various portions of the game, you come across the boss. And you get to fight him, and yeah. then he goes away. Yeah, and you and you know you either win or lose or type of you know it's a, it's always a draw. <laughs> Welcome right? to your doom. <laughs> this is what I really loved about the the movie. So they get into Jumanji the game, mm-hmm. right? And they're standing there, and then and Jack Black's character, Jack Black was awesome. Yeah, as a forty year old, sixteen year old. Yeah, right. And I totally sold that that role. I it, totally sold it. And you know. Actually, everyone was really good in it. Yeah, you know, I when we first saw the trailer, it just didn't work. You know, we're like, oh my god, they're using fucking, you know, <laughs> Welcome to the Jungle by Guns and Roses. Yeah, and, and that's generally the death knell <laughs> of any trailer, right? If you if you name a movie, whatever, and then you use yeah that song like, because like Proud Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll get into that one <laughs> on another episode yeah, next yeah. week. <laughs> um. When when you use when when you use uh, obvious songs, yeah, or you you know, or you base a movie in, off of a song, or, or whatever, they right? start putting it in commercials, like it would be for the next you know, Shick Shaver, Welcome to the Jungle, yeah, or you know, <laughs> ACDC Black, Back in Black, or whatever, yeah. right? Um, God, uh, you know, Son of a Preacher Man, <laughs> <laughs> right? So when when they finally okay, so Jack Black's character gets eaten by a fucking hippo. It's yeah. shown in the trailer, but you don't know if he survives or not. Yeah, right? they make it sound like they're going to rescue him. Right, and no, no, it doesn't happen. <laughs> you don't get a backpack. Work. Yeah, no, and what's cool that. is when you die, you you reappear, yeah. but you have to fall like thousands of feet. Yeah, right. And then there's that bass ting sound of like a, a video game sound, and bing, yeah, and yeah, and they all they all have to escape because they're being chased by hippos and whatever else, right? Yeah. And this guy in a Jeep shows up and he says, welcome to Jumanji, right? Yeah. And as they get into the vehicle, as they're driving, he, you know, Dwayne's character says something and then he goes, and in fact, it's right here. It's uh, Dwayne Johnson plays Dr. Smolder Bravestone, right? 
And he goes, Dr. Smolder Bravestone, welcome to Jumanji, right? Yeah. And and then they start talking, and he's given, like, this whole entire background of Dr. Smolder Bravestone, you know? Mm-hmm. And and then Kevin Hart says something. He's like, Dr. Franklin Mouse Finbar. He goes, Mouse, it's Moose. Dr. Franklin Mouse Finbar, welcome to Jumanji. Yeah. And every time Kevin Hart goes off script, he just goes right back to... Doctor, you know, Franklin Mouse Finbar, welcome to Jumanji. And everybody's just kind of looking at each other like, what the yeah, fuck Yeah, because it's just like on? when you're playing a video game, especially from that time period, and you keep asking a, a certain character this something, and eventually they won't say anything different. They just keep, they get to a point where they just repeat themselves. Right. So, and, and that was actually really funny. And then it, as it goes on, they go into the marketplace, and the same thing happens with the little kid mm-hmm. as, you know, oh, it's Dr. Smolder Bravestone. You've come to rescue us type of thing. Yeah. And, and someone else says something, and he just the kid just turns and looks at him like in the, with these dead eyes. Mm-hmm. And then he turns right back and looks at, at Dwayne Johnson's character and goes, oh, Dr. Smolder Bravestone, you're here to rescue us. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes on like that throughout the movie. And everything that they've done in this movie is really good and video game-esque. Yeah. You know, they even got the three bars on their arm, and, and then if they turn the arm, and they touch the titty. Yeah, they touch their their chest, the titty it shows their status and all yeah. that stuff, and you know, weakness, cake. <laughs> so, yeah, look, <laughs> and those little things were cool about it. It's just that I think my biggest problem with the movie is that it's more kid friendly than than I would like it to be because there's no there's no risk in this movie. There's no I, I, there's no, at like no point do I have any fear for these characters making it out, not making it out. You know what I mean? Like, right. You know, they're going to make it out no matter what. I don't, it doesn't matter if one is trapped there for 20 fucking years or something. By the end of the movie, everyone's going to be fine. Everything is going to be fine. Right. And, you know, look, when I watched the first Jumanji, there's other elements that make that movie good, you know. And when you watch the third, there's other elements that make the movie good. So even though you know that things are probably going to turn out fine, it's there's still other things that back it up and, and make it entertaining. With this one, yeah, I just, I, I felt like, you know those video games that you play and it feels like you're just, you don't get to veer off and do other things. You just go straight down the line and you know that you, you just got... Um, Okay, I'll give you an example. You play Uncharted. Uncharted is an awesome game, but there are times when you're playing it where you can only go in one direction. And, it, it, you know, it's just because you have a hardship here and a hardship there, you still end up, you, you can't veer off and go other ways and try other, you know, directions to go to something. You still have to go through this, through this path that they've laid out for you. And so it doesn't feel like, it feels like you're just being led to it anyway. And, you know, it's like a destiny, right? It, it, it does, there's nothing special about that. You know, and that's like, that's like the only negative I can think of for some of the Uncharted games. Other than that, though, the fuck, they're fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I just, I, this movie, um, what holds it together for me, the most, the, the, be, the best thing that holds it together is the camaraderie between the four main a- actors. You know, we've got Karen Gillan, Rock, Kevin Hart and Jack Black, those four work together. Once they brought Nick Jonas into it, uh, he felt like the odd man out. Yes, you know he did not click at all with them. And I know, look, and I, I, I think that's done on purpose. Yeah, I understand the purpose of it, but I still don't care for it because it, it just felt like it threw everything off. And uh, and yeah, I just it's, this movie doesn't give enough. You know, what I mean, there's just nothing there. The villains weak. The action scenes are kind of cool, but. At the same time, there's nothing. Most of the time, there's nothing that's special about them. The action scenes. Uh, I mean, they're 
there are some cool things. Like, for example, at the end when when she purposely lets herself die so that she can re, you know respawn up here and then drop. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was clever because I was like, yeah, that, that, that's a good idea, right? But all in all, I'm just waiting for you know the next funny part. That's all I'm waiting for. Um, the action's not throwing me off. You know, it's not wooing me, and that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's not edge of your seat. Um, I'm, I'm actually reading some of the reviews and stuff like that. Um, like David White of the Rap praised the cast and called the film a pleasant surprise, saying, "You know, Jumanji is the Christmas tentpole release that aims to please and succeeds a fan, funny family entertainment product that subverts more expectations than it was obligated to contractually." I, I guess uh, you know. Uh, David Ehrlich said uh, uh, it's unnecessary but mildly amusing. Um, Jumanji is further proof that even the stalest whiff of brand recognition has become pro- you know preferable to originality. Only part of the blame uh, for that belongs to the studios, but after cannibalizing themselves for much of the last twenty years, Hollywood has clearly eaten their way down to the crumbs. Which I you know I I don't believe. I think that did they just. They're not going down to the crumbs. They're just going with safe properties. And yeah, they don't take risks. And yeah. this movie is an example of not taking risks. Exactly. Um, it's it's a safe it's a safe bet. Look, yeah. It w- when we saw the movie, we thought, oh my god, this is just gonna suck ass. <laughs> well, yeah, when we first saw the trailer, we thought it was gonna suck ass too, right? And then we go see the movie, and we're pleasantly surprised because you know it's not. Look, it's not. Um, it's not anywhere top. Of the year, no, at all. It's a middle ground movie for me. Yeah, it's it's a five and a half. Yeah, you so, know, and for me, it's a five. And yeah, it's yeah, it's about that, right? Um, it's the the bad guy, the villain. Yeah, is not interesting. No. He's useless. He's wasted. They might as well just use an animal, like some fucking king animal, something instead of wasting the talent of Bobby Conival. Yeah, and then, uh, but. The interactions are really funny, like mm-hmm. when Karen Gillan has a dance fight against these two guys, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And they just keep asking her the same question. Yeah, because they're they're programs, right? right? You know. Yeah, and, and then we're we're uh, Bethany sh- teaching her how to flirt and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That that, that all works. That's good. And yeah. Bethany also looking at her, you know, looking at her dick. Right. <laughs> like, eh. I'll miss you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, did you get any kind of a, you probably didn't, but did you get any kind of creepy vibe from the whole Jack Black flirting with, uh, Nick Jonas thing? No. No? No, because it was funny as shit. It was funny, but there was still this part of me that was like, <coughs> it, I don't know, it felt kind of namblish. <laughs> no. That's, that's because you're a fucking weirdo. Oh, I'm a weirdo. Okay. Yeah. All right, I, I guess. I, okay, sure. Uh, you're the guy that talks about dicks, balls, and asses all the time. I know, but I'll talk about young and dicks and balls and, and asses. And you're fucking weirded out by the fact that Jack Black is playing a 16-year-old in a 40-year-old body, and he's and you're weirded out by him hitting on Nick Jonas. Look, there's the, everyone has their own crazy side, and my crazy side, the the bells and what do they call it? The you know the alarms went off when I saw that scene. It was like, what if this is like? Their, you know, Hollywood pervert system, their their perverted sect. That, like, what if they purposely do this just to get people comfortable comfortable with the fact of having fifty year old men? Jesus Christ, you fucking <laughs> See, go I, way I, too deep into part, this shit. What part of the crazy side of my brain didn't you understand? That, that's why I said it. 
<laughs> no, so, I understand it just fine. I'm yeah. just saying. Like, like what if, like last week's fucking shave of water? What if that's perfectly you know, like? What if they they did that on purpose to make you like think that you know over time if if the situation's right you could fall in love with a fish man, you know, or have sex with animals. <laughs> you see what I mean? The crazy no. side. The crazy side. No. All right, fine. So. <laughs> Um, oh yeah. So anyway, uh, um, other than that, dude, I the movie's okay. It's better than I I, I thought it was going to be. Uh, is it worth seeing? I don't think it's worth spending fucking thirteen dollars on a ticket for. But I think it is. I it, absolutely it is because it, this is a movie that that fulfills everything that's needed for a fun movie, which is escapism. Mm-hmm. Um, it's entertaining. Yeah. It's funny. And uh, yeah, I don't think I, got, I found myself getting bored. It, yeah, it's 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 not a boring film. It's not it's not a it's not stupid. You no. know, it's not a condescending film. It's not stupid. Um, I think the only time I came close to being bored is when during Nick Jonas, uh, you know, showing up. Yeah. You know, but he, like I said, he didn't show up like until like what the last third of the movie. Yeah. So he does, and that's and that's when it kind of became boring. Yeah, but he didn't. He doesn't really hurt it because I mean the movie's only got so much it can do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, yeah, like I said, you go to five, and it, you know, there's, it's worth seeing. I just, I, I wouldn't, you know, if I could go back, I wouldn't have spent that much on on seeing it. Yeah, whatever. So <laughs> worth matinee for me. There you go. All right. Um, generally we would do like fucking news here, but I don't have really any news, do you? No, no, there's nothing. I think. Uh, oh, it, there's a there's Frank a new Darabont and his company are suing. Uh, they've got a second lawsuit against uh, AMC. Okay. <laughs> there, there is news. We just—it's just been a bitch of a week. So who cares? Yeah, we're gonna actually go into our piece of shit or not, right? Some now. news pale in comparison to other things. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, my uh, the movie that we're gonna be seeing next week is going to be Proud Mary, or that we're gonna be talking about. And so yeah, my uh, my pos goes like this: deep bass trailer voice. Do you really have to fucking? Well, yeah. You're the worst. I am the worst. You can't even. F- you- <laughs> Move over, Pam Greer, Foxy Cleopatra, and Atomic Blonde. Because here comes Atomic Black. She's a bad mother, shut your mouth, with an arsenal and legs that never quit. Some cats have rubbed her the wrong way, so it's time for her to change some wigs and slide on some floors. And you better watch how you talk to her, or she'll have to shut your mouth for you, Jack, with a bullet. Maybe even two. Men may have two balls, but this one, one of a kind lady, is going to knock them into the corner pocket. My prediction. <laughs> Add some soul to John Wick and Atomic Blonde, and this is what you get. The difficult part is trying to surmise the plot from a trailer that doesn't divulge a damn thing, except that Taraji P. Henson looks good in tight pants as she blasts people left and right. Is she a hitman, a jilted lover, or just a regular lady that got pushed too far? I hope the film explains that more accurately. The action choreography The action choreography looks pretty good, so Proud Mary will not be a piece of shit as long as she calls everybody sugar after taking them out. John Wick meets Shoot 'em Up meets Wanted. It's a movie about a hitman hit woman who wants out because she finds herself mother to a boy that may or may not be her nephew. I don't know. <laughs> I don't pay much attention to these things. I saw the trailer on TV, and Proud Mary looks like a really cool and shooter-like. <laughs> and that's what I wrote. Okay. 
looks it should be looks really cool. cool. Shooter like. It should be looks really cool and shooter like. These are my favorite types of movies: shooting, kicking, punching, and screaming for vengeance. Proud Mary won't be a piece of shit, but Creedence Clearwater Revival isn't happy with the fact that this movie is using their song and not paying for the use, which doesn't make any sense. I mean, how is that possible? Studios are are stealing. I'm sorry, pirating music to use in their films. How dare they? Where's the outrage? Proud Mary, not a piece of shit. <sighs> That's all I got. Were we wrong? Maybe. Um, <laughs> the summary from Proud Mary is Mary, played by Taraji P. Henson, or Henson, is a hit woman working for an organized crime family in Boston whose life is completely turned around when she meets a young boy whose path she crosses when a professional hit goes bad. Directed by Babak Najafi. Okay. Starring Taraji P. Henson, Billy Brown, Jai Diallo. Babak Najafi. Not going to be directing movies anymore. Not long for this life. (laughs) Not going to be working here anymore. Yeah. That's a good one. I know. Naja, Naja, not going to be directing movies anymore anyway. So <laughs> um, the, uh, there's actually uh, stars, it says Billy Brown and Jai Diallo Wilson, or Winston, and it actually should say Taraji and uh, the Danny Glover yeah. and like a couple of other people instead of these three, but whatever. Yeah, well, that may, yeah, well, maybe not, because since they killed them off after, like, two scenes of them. Yeah, and the guy that's not common, <laughs> or um, the the dude from uh, Fast and Furious. That guy was in Sons of Anarchy season five, I think. Yeah. Anyway, all right, we'll talk about that one more yep. on uh, Couple of Average Joe's Cinescape Movie Review. Dude, really? That's all I got. You wonder why we don't get fucking lessons. Oh, yeah, because of that. All right. Or prick. Yeah, not because of that. You're a prickly pair.